Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. 807 with Colin Powell's death at the age of 84 of COVID 19 complications. Republicans and Democrats remembered him as a historic figure. A groundbreaking soldier turned statesman, statesman rather, the first black secretary of state, the first black chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, among many, many other uh, tributes that have poured in from uh, President Biden to former presidents George W. Bush, uh, Barack Obama and others. WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. How will you most remember Colin Powell? Well, partly, Rich, is the remarkable personal story. Um, born in 1937 uh, in Harlem uh, to immigrant parents from Jamaica. His story really is the American story. It is remarkable to think that from those humble beginnings, he became fourth in line to the presidency as Secretary of State. And of course, he had such a distinguished military career, serving from 1958 to 1993. Uh, In Vietnam, uh, two tours, injured twice, two Purple Hearts, uh, and served for three Republican administrations, serving in the Reagan administration, President Bush, H.W. Bush, and President H.W. Bush, truly a remarkable career of a very distinguished career in the military and in public service. His testimony preceding the Iraq war has come up and it came up in his um, uh, legacy as he was living. Uh, How significant will he be remembered for that and his uh, ultimate uh, testimony that uh, was one of the, the, the key decisions for members of Congress? Well, remember, he was incredibly popular in 1991 when he led the forces, of course, in in the first Gulf War with Iraq. Uh, The Powell Doctrine emerged, and he was actually talked about in many circles in the potential run for president in 1996, which he declined. But certainly his speech before the U.N. in which he made the case of weapons of mass destruction to go as the basis for going back into Iraq is something that people talk about and that he wrote about in a book saying it was one of that he considered it to be maybe a blotch in his career. In the end, I don't think it will near come close to overshadowing what he accomplished. Uh, such a significant career, like I said, spanning decades, uh, both in military service and in public service. But it is something that people bring up. But, but I do not think it overshadows such a remarkable life and such a remarkable career. How have you seen since Colin Powell's, um, I guess, transition or at least his role in kind of moving from general and in the military to more of the political realm? How has that evolved and for future generations, perhaps, of a military leaders who may move into more of a political uh, future? Well, as you know, he was very measured. He was a moderate Republican serving in three Republican administrations. He disappointed some on the Republican side when he did not support uh, Senator McCain for president, supported uh, President Obama. And, of course, he also endorsed uh, President uh, Biden. But he was certainly past his military service at that time and, and was a statesman and was very measured in his approach and a patriot. I think he is a role model from his humble beginnings, for his patriotism, for his service. And I think later on in military careers, many will look to uh, uh, Colin Powell for that 
for that service and as a role model. Passing away at the age of 84 yesterday from COVID despite being vaccinated. And Rick Mullaney, our Public Policy Institute and WOKV uh, uh, political analyst is with me. Doctors point to his age and a weakened immune system by cancer. Do you see this being uh, used as a potential case for people making a political narrative around COVID and vaccinations? Um, inevitably, some do, some will, uh, but it really is against the great weight of the research that we've seen. Uh, if you're getting vaccinated, there are those rare breakthrough cases. He was 84 in that more vulnerable group. He had been struggling with cancer before. Um, while some will seek to, to frame it that way, um, I do think the body of research will suggest uh, that the vaccines will provide, for most people that are vaccinated, uh, the vast percentages of that that's going to be the path to go down. You all at the JU Public Policy Institute have a lot to be able to unpack to the future generations. How significantly does the politics of COVID and vaccinations and masking come up in classrooms? It is a big part of what we talk about. It's a, it's in a major, the public policy issues surrounding COVID, particularly in Florida, have been very significant. You've seen a statute passed this past spring, the Parental Bill of Rights, that took one policy position. You saw Governor DeSantis with his executive order making it clear that he was going to ban local mandates. You've seen school boards around the state coming with board resolutions going in a different direction. And you've seen a trial court in, in Tallahassee uh, overturn that ban, and now it's up on appeal. It is... Um, a case, it is a casebook uh, or a study for all of us on the challenges of public policy, the challenges in a pandemic, and also the intersection, quite frankly, of policy, politics, and legal requirements. And now that we have a significant name in the former Secretary of State and General Colin Powell passing due to COVID complications, it certainly does enter into that conversational um, uh, rhetoric uh, as well. Rick Mullaney, WOKB political analyst and director of the Public Policy Institute at Jacksonville University. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.